ButcherBox is far and away my favorite subscription service because not only are they saving me time with a trip to my grocery store by delivering the best quality meats right to my door for free, but they always deliver the best in grass-fed beef, organic chicken, pork that's raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. With ButcherBox, I always know I'm getting the highest quality products available, and the proof is in the flavor of the dishes I make every time I use them, which is basically every day. And once you open a box, you'll see how committed they are to getting you that quality too. I'm talking ribeyes and strip steaks with all the marbling, steak tips carved up the way they should be, nice and thick, awesome chicken wings and thighs that I can store and pull out whenever I want to make a meal that my friends and family will love. With ButcherBox, you don't have to worry about what's for dinner. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential, Three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of those premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com everytown and use code everytown to choose your free offer and get $20 off. So one more time, because this is key, new users will receive their choice of two pounds of ground beef, three pounds of chicken thighs, or one pound of premium steak tips for a year. Use code EVERYTOWN and get $20 off your first box. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Welcome to Every Town. Thank you guys so much for tuning into our podcast. If you guys enjoy listening to Every Town, then I wanted to let you know that there are always a video component to each episode over on our YouTube channel called Scary Mysteries. They're really well put together and put faces to the names, so you can always head over to our Scary Mysteries YouTube channel if you want to view them. There's also two other videos that come out on our YouTube channel each and every Monday and Wednesday, where we cover strange and creepy stories from all around the world. Those can also be listened to in podcast form on our other podcast channel called Scary Mysteries. We have tons of cool content for you all around. Thanks so much for the support and tuning in. Hope you enjoy the episode. Every town has a dark side. Rosalind McGuinness became the object of her stepfather, Henry Pietti's wrath when the girl's mother left him because of his abuse. The innocent young girl had become the collateral damage in Henry's retaliation when Rosalind was abducted at age 12, subjected to different forms of abuse, and unbelievably forced to bear Henry's children. It truly takes one tough individual to survive such an ordeal, and you might think that Miss McGinnis would be eternally trapped in this sinkhole, but she persevered for 19 long years, 
until the right time to regain her freedom finally came. I'm Andrew Fitzgerald, bringing you another insane story here on Everytown. Now, let's head on over to the town of Pado in Oklahoma and be inspired by the story of Rosalind McGuinness's courage and resilience. Growing up in Springfield, Missouri, Rosalind McGinnis initially had a childhood that offered a glimpse of hope for a good future. The Irish-American girl was included in a list of honor students at her school. She played the violin and dreamt of becoming a veterinarian someday. Her mother, who was separated from her biological dad, met Henry Pietti while she was handing out flyers for a neighborhood watch. They quickly became friends, which led to a deeper relationship. And when Rosalind was only 10 years old in 1995, Mr. Pietti moved the whole family to Oklahoma, perhaps to isolate them from Mrs. McGinnis's relatives. It was the start of the young girl's nightmare that was caused by her stepfather. Henry started molesting the juvenile Rosalind, and by the time she was 11 years old, both she and her mother suffered her stepfather's abuses. Mr. Pietti started raping Rosalind while living with the McGinnis family at their home in Wagoner, Oklahoma. So, the mother and daughter duo traveled to a woman's shelter in Oklahoma, hoping to escape from the monster who was physically and sexually abusing both of them. Then in January of 1997, Rosalind's mother decided to separate from Henry altogether after less than a year of marriage. This infuriated the abusive stepfather, so much so that he calculated an evil plan to get back at Rosalind's mother. Unfortunately, It was the 11-year-old girl who had to pay the price of her mother's bold decision and suffered for it for 19 agonizing years. Henry manipulated his pubescent stepdaughter to marry him in a fake ceremony that he and his 15-year-old son from a previous relationship, Toby, orchestrated in the back of his van. Toby was forced by his father to officiate the bogus wedding ceremony. Mr. Pietti, who was 42 years old at the time, was 30 years older than his stepdaughter. He even gave the 12-year-old Rosalind a ring to make the fake marriage look official. Rosalind and her mother then moved to Pato, Oklahoma, hoping they could get away from Henry for good. But Henry had hatched a more sinister plan, which was to abduct his underage wife one year later. The abduction was finally executed on January 31, 1997 with the help of Henry's son. While leaving middle school that day, Rosalind was lured into the van by Toby, whom Mr. Pietti coerced to kidnap the girl. That ill-fated day began the sufferings of Rosalind McGinnis, 
and they lasted for almost 7,000 days. The revenge, if it can be rightfully considered as such, of Henry Pietti didn't end after staging a fraudulent wedding with Rosalind and subsequently abducting her. After illegally taking her away, the wicked stepfather took Rosalind to a Tulsa hotel room about two hours away and told her that her mother didn't want her anymore and that she was already considered a runaway. Miss McGinnis said much later after escaping captivity, I didn't know what was happening. The next thing I know, my mother's not there, my brothers are not there, and none of my family are there, and I am by myself with this man. Perhaps in an effort to prevent authorities from identifying the girl he abducted, Henry then dyed her hair and forced her to wear eyeglasses and told her that she would be going by a new name. In fact, in the many years that followed, both Henry and his captive assumed different names with corresponding identification cards. He introduced Rosalind to his own children as their new mother and planned to have more kids with her. Back in Oklahoma, the McGinnis family launched a campaign to find the missing pre-teen and had assumed that she had been taken by Mr. Pietti. Although the search was called off about a year after it was launched, Rosalind's name was never taken from the list of missing persons after her mother had reported her disappearance. For some time, Henry, Rosalind, and his children lived out of this van, frequently traveling to various locations in Oklahoma and moving to new states, everything from Montana to Arizona and even California. Each time they would go back to Oklahoma, Rosalind's stepfather turned husband, forced her to mail out letters to her family so that the McGinnises would believe that their daughter was still in the state. Finally, the day came when Mr. Pietti had to seriously evade the authorities, so they left the U.S. for good and crossed into Mexico in 2000. There is where Rosalind experienced the worst physical, sexual, and emotional abuses that have conceivably scarred her for life. In Sonora, Mexico, Henry and Rosalind lived in a small tent in a rural village and traveled to larger towns to beg for money. Rosalind was able to support herself and Henry's children with the money she earned as a street beggar. Then, she eventually learned to make homemade items such as honey and ice cream, which she sold to help their finances. But the incessant abuses of Henry continued on, and Rosalind had to endure being sexually assaulted by her evil stepfather again and again. Living in poverty and evading U.S. authorities didn't prevent Henry from having more kids with Rosalind. 
The almost daily four sexual encounters impregnated the 12-year-old girl, but she suffered a miscarriage. Not knowing what to do, Rosalind followed Henry's instructions to flush the fetus down the toilet. At 15 years old in 2000, Rosalind became a mother for the first time and was followed by eight more children, all fathered by Henry and brought to life without any medical assistance. But in public, Mr. Pietti would introduce Rosalind as his daughter, who got impregnated by her Mexican boyfriend and left her. When Miss McGinnis turned 18, she was then compelled by Henry to go to a police station in Arizona, where they were living at the time, to tell the officers that she ran away from her Oklahoma home so that her name would be removed from the National Missing Persons Registry. When she was finally free much later on, Rosalind recalled that nerve-wracking moment. He parked three blocks down the road from the Phoenix Police Department, and he had three of my children. He told me what to tell them. He said that if I didn't come back within two hours, I would never see my children again. She wanted to escape, but she always got caught by Mr. Pietti and suffered the dreadful consequences, which Rosalind had been used to by that time. Life in Mexico was closest to living in hell, not only for Rosalind, but for her children as well. She continued to helplessly endure the horrific abuses her fake husband unleashed on her. Rosalind said, Any kind of abuse that you can think of, he did it to me. She experienced being beaten by Henry with a baseball bat, beer bottles, an assault rifle, and a stainless steel frying pan. And the children weren't spared from the cruelty of their father either. He hit them with boards and rocks, pulled their hair, and threatened to kill them with a machete. Henry likewise molested his daughters and gave them a stern warning that if they attempted to escape, he would find out and then beat them. But his oldest son with Rosalind eventually managed to escape as a teenager. The money the kids earned from begging on the streets in order to fund their life on the run was spent by Henry on alcohol and drugs. But the most heartbreaking for Rosalind as a mother was witnessing how her children were verbally abused by their own dad. He would tell them they were animals. He would treat them like animals as well and say to them that the only reason that they're alive is because their mother was there. Otherwise, if she wasn't, he said that he would kill all of them. Miss McGinnis tried hard to protect her kids, but Henry would beat her up every time she did. What could be a more hellish life than this? For 19 years, the thought of making out alive often crossed Rosalind's mind. She said, I figured I would escape with my life or with my death. 
She persevered, and fate unexpectedly paved the way for Rosalind to meet two strangers, who then opened the gate to her and her children's freedom in 2016. Early on in that year, Rosalind and her children, with Henry in tow, of course, bought grocery items from a supermarket in Oaxaca, Mexico. Lining up at the checkout counter, an English-speaking couple who only wanted to be identified as Lisa, an American woman, and Ian, an Englishman, for safety reasons, came to the rescue when Rosalind was short on cash for her bill. The couple helped her, They initiated a conversation and a friendship was formed among them. But Rosalind introduced herself as Stephanie, while Henry used the alias Bill. Lisa and Ian noticed the age difference between Henry and Rosalind and the many children that they had. They knew something wasn't right, and so they wanted to know more about the family. Just as their friendship was starting, Mr. Pietti relocated his big family to a ramshackle house in a remote, mountainous area. Despite this, though, Lisa and her husband kept in touch with Rosalind and decided to see her and her family. On that visit, Mr. Pietti accidentally mentioned that he was 62 years old, and Lisa had been told by Rosalind that she was 32. The eldest child in the family was 17 years old. When Lisa did the math, she easily figured Rosalind gave birth at 15, while Henry was already 45 at that time. For the curious visitors, this was a red flag, and she thought, there's something seriously wrong. Lisa's suspicions grew even stronger upon witnessing that Rosalind's eight children were living in three cubicles that were little more than the size of a walk-in closet. Lisa stated, they were all skinny as rakes, and the children said that Pietti told them he didn't love any of them. She wanted to support Miss McGinnis and her children, so Lisa and Ian offered to help Rosalind get Henry jailed or locked in a rehab center for drug addicts and alcoholics. As it turned out, The couple also became instrumental in the great escape of Rosalind. Weeks after Lisa and Ian paid Miss McGinnis and her family a visit, Rosalind was then offered a chance to run away somewhere Henry couldn't reach her and their kids. The right timing came when her abusive captor passed out from excessive drinking one day, so she told her children to pack some clothes. Whatever little money she had was then spent on a taxi that brought them to the house of Lisa and Ian, who still knew her as Stephanie. But after two weeks of staying with the couple, Rosalind finally told them the truth about herself. Henry and the circumstances that led to her miserable life. 
Wanting to verify the story, Lisa searched the computer for Miss McGinnis and Mr. Pietti. The missing persons flyer popped up. The 12-year-old Rosalind on the flyer was almost identical to the woman Lisa was talking to up close. And Rosalind then told her friend, I've been waiting 20 years for somebody to do the math and figure out that a 15-year-old or 16-year-old shouldn't have babies like this. In July of 2016, Lisa and Ian directed Rosalind to the American Consulate in Mexico, which, in conjunction with the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, assisted in bringing Miss McGinnis and her children back home to the U.S. The case was referred to the FBI, and so the authorities continued to work with Rosalind. Her statements, dozens of copies of IDs, birth certificates, and Mexican documents presented were the basis for the Mexican prosecutor's office to initiate federal charges against Mr. Pietti, who, at the time, was still at large in Mexico. While Rosalind was now starting her new life, Henry was inching closer to his end. Since Henry had left Oklahoma with Rosalind and his kids in 1997, he had been an elusive catch for the U.S. authorities. Finally, though, in September of 2017, he showed up at the American Embassy in Mexico to ask for a new passport, and that's when authorities arrested him. The FBI and Mexican authorities teamed up in processing Henry's deportation to the United States In October of that year, the abusive man was flown back to the U.S. to face his crimes. At the Wagoner County District Attorney's Office in Oklahoma, Henry told the FBI that he thought Rosalind was already emancipated at age 12 and willingly went with him. He admitted, though, that he had sex with the underage girl, got her pregnant nine times and physically hurt her. Henry, however, refused to be tagged as a monster and defiantly said that 99% of the allegations against me were lies. I'm telling the truth. He then added, I never raped any children. I made love to my wife. We were married. But the court didn't hear any of that because in June of 2019, Mr. Pietti was convicted of kidnapping his stepdaughter. So, on February 25, 2020, he was then sentenced to life in jail for kidnapping and 30 years for traveling with the intent to engage in sexual acts with a juvenile. The court also ordered Henry to pay a $50,000 fine and $50,000 in restitution to Rosalind. The federal prosecutor had strong words to say after sentencing Mr. Pietti. Life in prison is a sentence the law reserves for the most serious offenders, offenders like Henry Pietti. For 20 years, he inflicted extreme physical and emotional abuse on the victim and her children. For 20 years, she feared for her and her children's lives. So, after 23 years... Henry faced Judgment Day 
and got what he deserved. A life in hell on his own. This development was a much-deserved triumph for Rosalind, who felt pleased when Mr. Pietti was found guilty in 2019, but felt greater joy and relief after Henry's sentencing. I'm just so happy that he is put away where he can't hurt anyone anymore, Miss McGinnis told the media. She said, My children and I suffered daily as a result of this predator's abuse, now, we look forward to continuing our newfound life of freedom and moving forward, having a lifetime of happiness and success. Adding to Rosalind's relief was finally telling her children the truth after keeping everything a secret until they had escaped from Henry Pietti's claws. She explained, The reason I didn't tell them, of course, was because what I knew inside was how much it damaged me. I didn't want them to grow up knowing that. Expectedly, her children were shocked to find this out. Oslin started rebuilding her life by launching a GoFundMe, in which funds raised would help sustain her family and support her dream of completing college. She wanted to finish criminal law and become a private investigator in order to help solve cases of missing children a cause, obviously, close to her heart. Rosalind has been a lost daughter, a forced juvenile wife, a teenage mother, and a victim of all kinds of abuse. But beyond all these images of a wounded person, Rosalind McGinnis is more importantly a woman of courage and resilience, a survivor in her own league. So that's it for this week's episode of Everytown. Tune in next week for another one filled with scary, strange, and mysterious stories. Because who knows? Maybe your town will be next.